program sans kyle Let's Lori. start the podcast yes Let's it's kyle's birthday and uh he was uh, he didn't want to listen to two old hands cluck about stand-up <laughs> comedy on his birthday how great was it that ron funches put his baby wish list in that in that in that well, was the funniest part for me that was a really fun uh eventful reply uh, uh, there was a comedy club that did an accidental reply all Mm-hmm. Instead of like sending a BCC list prevails, they did a, a reply all, including many famous comedians, and uh, <laughs> people started replying all. And it was there was drama, there was hilarity, there was mm-hmm. hackiness. And oh yeah, kind of everything you want in a comedy experience. And it's still going. It I'm like, still- I don't know how to get off it. I I was- <laughs> I, I don't want to. What, what else do you have in your life? It's a pandemic. I please more people chime in and get angry about stuff. That's what I want. <laughs> I don't. I was like, and then I'm getting like side DMs of people <laughs> going, "Why are they talking about that? Why are they? Why is this person doing this and 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 this that?" And I was like, "Okay, all right." And uh, there's absolutely no reason for this guy to to send me a side message oh um, no <laughs> yeah i was like oh, no. why <laughs> i was like dude it's okay it's all good it's uh yeah and- i'm not responsible for what other comedians say by the way by you the know? way and uh and the guff i guess the guff that the club the club booker is getting uh is intense my what i did because oh, you, you know what? Everyone My- does it. It's happened to everybody. Absolutely hey, everyone. everyone. Just back off. And uh, I honestly. enjoyed your response, which was just your avails. <laughs> it's not my avail. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and I, and, and so I got this, so I got into a separate uh, chain with the booker and I was like, yeah, you have to book Lori in all of, ah! all of the things. <laughs> if you're going to send Ron Funches a baby gift, you have to book Lori and all. I things. sent him a baby. I sent him some baby stuff. Um, that's so I, cool that he's having another baby. Yeah. Him and his new that's wife. Nice. Yeah. That's nice. That's well, neat. you know, I think he was really young when he had his first son and well, while he's doing a comedy struggle, that's really tough. And now I think he's in a, you know, it's, it, when you have a level of prosperity, mm-hmm. you know, then you, when you have a kid, it's a really different uh, experience, I imagine. You know, so that's yeah, yeah. That's very exciting. Yeah, everybody's an adult, and and uh, and and it's an informed decision. And yeah, his son is a blessing, and he's listening. Yeah. We love you, Ron. <laughs> yes, we do. And it's, I, got, I do. I, I I will establish. I will again say it's creepy to talk to people who are listening to the podcast, <laughs> and I'm against it. And you love to do it. Well, let's talk to just everybody then. Hey guys, uh, I'm in uh, Royal Oak, Michigan. You're, are you in Bloomington? I am in Bloomington. All right. Well, Jackie, you have the eventful week start. Let's go. Okay. So my eventful week was, um, I remember I came back from New York to record Gordon, James Gordon on Wednesday. And then I found out uh, Tuesday 
that uh, the guy, uh, Josh Gad, the voice oh. of Olaf, Right. And the original guy from the Book of Mormon, uh, he was one of the other guests. Him and Dakota Johnson were the other guests. And but Josh Gad wanted to do a sketch with James Corden, so they wanted they asked if I'd be willing to be bumped to Monday, to tonight, essentially. Yeah. I'm always against actors performing any kind of sketches, but I understand <laughs> it gets the clicks, especially if they're bumping an actual comic. Okay, go ahead. right. And well, and I didn't. Um, and and then Ryan offered me, he said, now you can either, you know, we can either tape it Wednesday or we could, you can come in on Monday. Well, I had already changed my flight um, to right. come home to do it Wednesday. And I was like, no, no, let's just get this over with. And uh, yeah, that's, that's what I like spirit. to do. I like to, that's the spirit. Let's get my career you, over with. Can uh, we just have a separate class for you called talking to TV bookers so that you <laughs> You know, go, let me see if I can arrange my schedule to do your show and let's get this over with. <laughs> Things that Jackie Cashin should not say to the gatekeepers <laughs> of the world, even though they are very understanding. They've been very, very sure. nice to me. Um, so I did it on Wednesday. I don't know. How did you feel? Did you feel super? Because I thought that they tried to make it as comfortable as possible, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when you were at, when you went out on stage, were you nervous? Yeah, because I wasn't uh, confident in how I was getting to my first joke. Like I just, it was, I, I wasn't an opening joke I ever used uh, in a set. So I had only spent the last week trying to open with it. And, um, and so I was worried about getting the wording precise. Yeah. Uh, so I was a little worried about that. So okay. once I got that, that out of the way and it worked well I was like all right smooth sailing but I was yeah I was worried I, I didn't go out into the to the common area to hang out with uh, Andrew Garfield or Jamie Dornan who were standing there taking being incredibly handsome and taking pictures I was like I can't <laughs> handle this so I just paced in my room and went over my first sentence basically over and over again okay okay because I was more nervous than I would have liked to have been. I would have liked right. to have been, and I'm. I wonder how it'll look tonight, quite honestly, um, because I did the jokes and they were fine. And it was funny because the bullet points, so you could get them on the teleprompter. Yeah, and I like them on the teleprompter. But what I think I like, what I think I'm going to like going forward, is the entire set on the teleprompter, not oh. where they have to move it. Because especially because uh, what I did Wait, was I was doing. You want it written out word for word on a prompt? No, no, no. I just want the bullet points. Oh, the bullet points. Want the set, okay. the set on list one okay. on one screen, right. and me figure out my eyesight. Yes. Uh, like so that the font is is fine, and I'm just yeah. Because I would like to see the whole set list. Right. Because then I know what I've done and where I've gone. Like I got off, I got off stage and Ryan was, I pulled out my set list from my pocket and he was like, now, why are you looking at your set list? It went really well. <laughs> it's done. It's over. It's done. <laughs> He's like, it went really well, Jackie. It was great. And I was like, that is very sweet of you. I am just making sure I didn't forget any jokes. And, um, and he was like, no, I did not. I did not. Okay. Um, I did change an order at one point, which is why I thought about that. Having the whole set list would have been there because the mm -hmm. poor person working the teleprompter was like up, down, wait, where is she? Where is she? And it oh, was slightly, shit. 
yeah, it was a little distracting. Nerve-wracking. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was I like, did I forget something? And I did not. And uh, but I did do it in a slightly different order. So okay. um I think though that I stuck the four and a half minutes. Hey, so I th- yeah, I think I go. stuck the stuck the time uh and and so that was good. And um did you uh did you notice like Ian and uh Corden to the left, you know, and all that yeah. stuff? Did you, yeah. did you acknowledge said, them to Reggie or anything? I did most of my set to Reggie. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh <laughs> I uh because I couldn't really see the audience because there's right. that bank of 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 cameras. Right, right. So I was right. like, I could kind of see some of the staff. I could see like the AD and the you know the different directory uh, yeah. production people. And I was like, I'll, okay, am I going to play to them? But they're at work, so yeah. they're doing things. And I'm like, mm. it'd be like trying to do your set to someone who's on their cell phone. And uh, <laughs> you're like, can I get oh, you to look up? Or participating in a podcast with someone who's on their cell phone. What do you mean? That's, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. And no, but but I have the to... band is uh, listening. They're all ears. I think the band is like totally chill. They know what song they go to immediately after you say goodnight. And uh, mm-hmm. so that's that. They're just chilling. Yeah, yeah. And um, but I said hi to Ian and I said hi to Reggie. And uh, and my guess, because I. I wanted to kind of talk about what Reggie's question of the day was or whatever, because that's his, yeah. one of his, one of his sketch, like one of his bits that he gets to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but they weren't going to air it. Like my guests were Dakota Johnson and, um, and Josh Gad and um, Dakota Johnson. Very funny. Uh, oh, really? And yeah, I was oh. psyched actually. I was uh, not, she she what she got was she got like what i liked about her because she's not a comic right so she doesn't have to be funny like us right what i really appreciated about her because she is first of all i don't know who she is and uh i do know she's we didn't watch the favorite daughter no no i couldn't daughter the lost daughter no it, it sounded sad and um and weird so but it sounded incredibly well done i saw the clips and i saw a trailer and uh i could very easily just do a synopsis and then talk to you about it and lie but i thought i would just uh tell you that i uh, i didn't watch it i rewatched the yeah. last two episodes of hawkeye again okay so uh but she is um don johnson and melanie griffith's daughter and tippy hedron's granddaughter Oh, like I did she's oh, okay. Leg- yeah, because Tippy Hedren is Melanie Griffith's mother. Oh, that makes sense. Right, you know, right. You know, weird is when I did Conan, my the guest before me was Riley Keough, who's Elvis's daughter, their Elvis's granddaughter, and um, it's a similar sort of like we both had like a very beautiful Hollywood royalty that was funnier than expected to be, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, given their beauty and their lineage. Right, right. And and I was I was psyched because she was so gorgeous. Like she's an yeah. incredibly good looking person. Yeah. And um and yet as she was listening to Josh and James kind of riff around her on the panel, um, I was like, does she get to did she get invited out so that she could chat? And uh and she got in the mix and got a, a really good laugh out of Josh. 
And she seemed super down to earth is what I'm saying, is that she seemed her humanity was not in question. With someone who's that good looking yeah, and that distractingly, you know, sort of perfect. Yeah. And I was psyched. I, I, I was psyched at, at her panel work. And then I was psyched at how she seemed in her room. And there was that pre-check at the door. Yeah. And uh, she was great in that. She was just, yeah, she seemed really nice. And then we passed each other. I I kind of wanted to meet Josh Gad because yeah. I really liked his work as Olaf. Anyway, uh, but uh, I did get to talk briefly to Dakota Johnson. I just said you were very funny and, and it was great. She was like, oh, good. That's fun. cool. Yeah. That's really so cool. She, um, she uh, what's I going to say? Fuck. Uh, well, that's cool. Uh, yeah. I lost my train of thought. Um, but but I can't is, wait to it, see the set. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And did you like what you wore? I did. It was funny. I went shopping um, for like three hours, had a small meltdown because I hate shopping. And, right. uh, and then came home and Carmen is staying with us, Carmen Morales. And I mm-hmm. borrowed a shirt from her. And I, and I wore <laughs> and the shirt. That's how you... Yeah. That's recorded as you borrowed a shirt. Yeah, I borrowed a shirt. (laughs) And uh, and I have a jacket from um, there's a a, a, like a used like a consignment shop in Minneapolis that I really like to shop at when I go there called Mm -hmm. New Look and you new look. Oh, and it's uh, and I got a jacket there. I'm wearing it all weekend here, too. But um, it's super cute. So I wore a jacket with Carmen's uh, shirt and then my pants and then my shoes and my underpants. Anyway, I wore the rest yeah. of it was me. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's good. Well, I'm glad. And then the cordon came over. Right. And uh... yeah. And, and was super nice. And yeah. uh, he said, you know, he's, uh, I don't know if he says it to everyone. He said it to me. He said, anytime you want to come back. And that's I great. said, I'll be back next week. <laughs> I was like, how about these other brand new jokes that I'll be super nervous about? Because it, it does feel like the jokes I did were so new, but they aren't. They're not new. I've been working on them, but because a lot of that work was done over Zoom, they felt newer than if I had done oh, sure. I had done them on stage for two years and then yeah. recorded them. So they're still done. <laughs> they're still on the yeah. album. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he held up a copy of the album, Staycation. Yeah, I didn't get to see that, but I it was great. And then uh, <clears throat> and then they were going to plug that I'm at Comedy on State this week in Madison, but it, they didn't, there wasn't enough time or something. So, yeah. so the outro, I think, is just more Staycation. And, uh, yeah. and that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what you need. You need those downloads. Yeah, I'm working, by the way, with a kid, a uh, young man from Chicago that you have worked with, and I, re- I he's featuring, and he's doing a great job. I, I really like this. His name is Anthony. Oh, weird. So sorry. Um, but uh, but not so. But not so. Anthony. Oh but yeah, not where, so. where did I work with him? At? I think you worked with him in Chicago, maybe at Zany's. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah, and um. So that my phone just blew up. Put it down. Put down the phone. Be in this moment. Yeah, yeah. We're (laughs) we're doing a thing. And so how's Bloomington? 
oh, Bloomington's fine. It's we had two shows last night, and they're you know it's not packed, which is um, normally I would be in a panic about my career, but I'm like that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. motherfuckers to kill me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the crowds that are there are great, you know. And yeah. uh, I just I I don't think I think I just I'm like fuck it. I'm just gonna do crowd work, you know. And uh, so I don't have to do old like all the material I did is not on the album except for one thing the dog thing but that always goes into crowd work so but everything else is either stuff that's new or from you know not on the record or just crowd work and it's like people love it it makes the show unique you know Mm -hmm. I mean uh and then I just do the material um I fit it in the other places and uh, I don't have to be feeling guilty for doing stuff that they may have already seen although that when I did, when I did Corden, I did a joke that's newer and it's, it's the one that got clipped out this, this, uh, not about my son, not having a smartphone and making him look stuff up in an encyclopedia. Yeah. And so I started it and a woman in the front row starts clapping and I'm like, yep. you know, the punchline to this joke. And she's like, yeah. yes, I can't wait to see it. I'm like, the whole point is this. <laughs> and then I started yelling at the audience, do you all know the punchline to this joke? And like half of them did because they didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Playing on uh, Jared's, you know, coming up thing. So, I'm like, well, yeah. what the fuck? What's the point of doing it? Well, then I did it so sorry, you're famous again. It's uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're famous biting you in the ass, Lori Kilmartin. That's the way it goes. Hey there, I'm Ellen Weatherford. And I'm Christian Weatherford. And we've got big feelings about animals that we just got to share. On Just the Zoo of Us, your new favorite animal review podcast, we're here to critically evaluate how each animal excels and how it doesn't, rating them out of 10 on their effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics. Guest experts give you their takes informed by actual real-life experiences studying and working with very cool animals like sharks, cheetahs, and sea turtles. It's a field trip to the zoo for your ears. So if you or your kids have ever wondered if a pigeon can count, why sloths move so slow, or how a spider sees the world, find out with us every Wednesday on Just the Zoo of Us in its natural habitat on MaximumFun.org. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with fresh produce, premium protein, and organic ingredients you can trust. Green Chef makes cooking easy. You can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. Green Chef offers premium clean ingredients that are seasoned, uh, seasonally sourced for peak freshness. Green Chef's always changing variety of easy-to-follow recipes means there's something new to discover each week so you never get bored. If you can't cook like me, it's so helpful to have Green Chef just like uh, give you a hand every couple of meals, you know? Um, it, 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 all I know how to do is, uh, bake chicken and everyone's sick of it. Okay. So every <laughs> once in a while we get a green chef and, uh, everyone's a little bit happier, you know, so go to greenchef.com slash Jackie Lori 130 and use the code Jackie Lori 130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. See how that tracks 130, 130 off. That's greenchef.com slash Jackie Lori 130 and use the code Jackie Laurie 130 for $130 off. So that was that was fun. And uh yeah, it was it's a fun show. Uh, uh Ellie, I forget her, I don't know her last name. I'll figure it out. We'll have her as comic of the week. Upcoming. Let's have her as comic of the week now. Because no, I, I texted you. Oh, you got one? 
Oh, yeah. good. Well, thank oh, God. Yeah. Because... Why don't you check your phone when I send you stuff while we're not doing the podcast instead of checking the phone and when other people are talking to I... you during the podcast? Because I had to have lunch with Robert Jenkins, a Michigan comic and all around good egg. And mm -hmm. uh, so, and I slept until 11. So um, I didn't have time to check my messages. Well, okay. Well, you should. All right. Let's do it now. Who is? Who was it? I'm so agog. Who will you're, it be? You're annoying because I, <laughs> we talked about this. You forget everything. I can't uh, stand. Well, uh, Aisha other Alpha. Than that. Oh, Aisha. Yeah, Aisha yes. Alpha is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Very funny. She uh, is a great comic. She was on the Dork Forest. Her dorkdom was Korean food, and I went out to dinner with her. But she's a great. Yeah, everyone should should find her. A I S H A. Yeah, I'm trying to find, make sure I have her. Uh, usually we make Kyle do the, yeah, it's uh, Aisha Alpha, A-I-S-H-A Alpha. That's her Twitter. Yep. And uh, she's uh, from Canada. So she's one of those Canadians that develops behind our backs. Right. And then moves to the States with like great material. And we're like, where the fuck did you come from? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So find her, Aisha Alpha. Yeah. She's great. She has some really funny videos on her website. You know, it's, it's weird when someone makes it easy for you to find them. That's mm. so much nicer than like, you know, no one's, they, no one's organized their videos any place. It's like, go to YouTube. All right. There's one from 2012. You want us to look at that? And yeah, yeah. Is that our it's good if you have a like, video page on your website. Yes. Do that. Hey, I will say that. Linktree. Um, have you heard of Linktree? Yes. Have you done it yet? Or No, but I mean, is that just like a, it, it seems like a very simple way to put it all up front. It is. It is a very simple way to put it all up front and it's, and you can change it and put like this, this, um, the current week's gig at right. the top of it. Right. Um, I believe 800 pound gorilla made a link tree with all the different places where you can stream our albums and then oh. watch my video. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. And it also has the website on the link tree. So um why did Linktree get popular? Just because it's so stupid and easy and and, yeah, they, that, and like the drudge of comedy websites, right? It's just like big font and click. Yeah, I, I have not done it yet because uh you know when you hit a wall with the with the with the tech stuff and you're just like, I can't do one more fucking thing. And uh <laughs> yes. I did do, uh, I was talking to Robert, uh, I was texting with Robert Jenkins yesterday about where to go for lunch and stuff. And he was telling me because he, he did a dork forest, Robert Jenkins and his dorkdom is, um, gun safety. He is, uh, he owns many guns and he loves guns. And, uh, so his dorkdom was guns. And then he talked about gun safety on the dork forest, but the, the manager, the floor manager at the comedy castle in Michigan, where I'm at right now, um, was telling me how great Robert Jenkins, because he headlined there a couple of couple of months ago, and how great it was, and how this floor manager guy is old school. You will love this club when you get to do it. And oh, um, will I get to do it? You will get to do it. You'll get to do it. It'll be fine. Um, but he, um, but he, he picked me up and he said, "All right, anybody gives you any trouble, you just go, hey, Bill, these people." And, uh, oh, nice. and I was like, that is exactly what I'm looking for. That conversation before I get on stage, <laughs> just, just in case. Right. The other right. thing I like about the feature this week is that he's talking a lot about COVID. And at one point he goes, 
How many of you people are vaccinated? And uh, just a smattering of applause because I don't know if people are shy uh-huh. or if they're right, right, right. Yeah, and and then he just goes into a great. There's 200 people in here. There's seven people. Seven people are vaccinated. I feel safe. And then he talks about masks and he talks about all these things. And I have a new mask joke that I tried first show last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, my set is has been. Let's here's how I will describe my set: messy but fun. I mean, what I will say is that my album just came out two months ago, the special. And I have two things, uh, erroneous attitudes. One is that people have seen all the material. No one's seen right. it. Right, right. A handful of people in every audience have seen the material. They've come anyway. So they're okay with seeing it again. They want to see it live. Uh, the second thing is, is some of the jokes I'm sick of doing. Right. And and I haven't done enough long sets in the last couple of weeks to have the order correct. And you're doing all new material and I'm super competitive. So, ah! uh, <laughs> so <laughs> you the real Jackie comes out. <laughs> uh, yes. And uh, I have to. So last night I I'm super competitive, too, by the way, and I'm so excited I'm winning. <laughs> race at the moment it is an arms race and you know, <laughs> i don't know which one of us is a ussr but we'll find out well here's uh if you want to get into it uh you recorded your album much earlier than i did dude i didn't start You've... this fucking shit you did i'm just <laughs> listening politely to your stories oh. and you drag me in and then you slam and attack me do you feel attacked and well you should <laughs> because um so it's there. What I'm doing is I'm doing like 15 minutes of premises with mm-hmm. some punchlines and I'm messing around and I'm doing this. And, and then I'm trying to weave it into the rest of my material and it is sloppy. And so Thursday, I had a really good time doing it. Friday, I was like, no, no, just find your old set list and redo that and go through it. And and then so I tried to do that and I got mad at myself in the middle. And uh, I hate it when I get mad at myself. And then second mm-hmm. show last night, I was like, just go up and have fun and just do one joke at a time. Just do one yeah. joke at a time. Yeah. Let that joke happen. And um, and then go to the next joke. It's they're all three and a half minutes anyway. So what the hell? And uh, um, hoping. Yeah. And then two more shows tonight. I've sold out of all all of, you know, everybody has merch, by the way. The MC has merch. Wow. So is this a good place to sell merch? Do they have like a good setup and all that? Yeah, they've got a good setup and almost everybody. I've sold I've sold out of all the mediums and larges of the squish T-shirt. So last night I was like, you got to order online. I'm very sorry. And now I'm about to go to Madison after this. And all I have with, with, well, all I have are smalls, XLs and double X's. And so um, tonight I might sell out of some of those. And um, and Andy was like, I need a shirt. You do need a shirt. And, but I, but it's like a Libyan bazaar with the three of us because the <laughs> MC has shirts. The, the feature has bracelets. And, uh, and I have absolutely everything else three t shirts, CD, DVD, coins, pins, stickers for free. 
and I'm running out of stickers. But it's nice to be able to uh, uh, sell with other comics. I can't. I can't believe headliners don't let the other acts sell stuff. Like, oh, I'm yeah. just gonna stand by myself like an asshole. <laughs> You're gonna stand here and be an asshole too. I insist. You know, I would insist if I could that they bring shit to sell. Right, and it's always surprising. It's always surprising. It just feels rude to say to the feature or the MC that they can't sell because there's, there's, yeah, they don't have any money. They're right. making so much less money than you. Let them sell, you dick. And yeah. um, so somebody, wait, somebody, a comic online, I forget who it was, was tweeting about money. You know, and uh, I posted like a like an old. I, I took my um, one of my calendars from '94 where I'd written how much I was making. You know, and I just posted a picture of it, and it's like I was making 500 a feature, like a Tommy tease. Yeah. If you look the whole month, I was take I was probably making about two grand that month in '94. Yep. And that is probably more than what they're making now. And you were uh, getting yeah. hotel. <laughs> In a hotel, and they they were longer weeks, you know. So it was uh, it was often like a Wednesday through or a Tuesday through Saturday or Sunday. But yeah, but you but you had housing too. Yeah, yeah. If you're working, you don't care. Um, yeah. Uh, what else was I gonna say? Oh, so and your show. So no one's a lot of unvaccinated people. I don't know. I just know that nobody has to wear masks, so most people aren't. Um, I've become a hobby mask wearer out here in the world Yeah, where I'm just like, I usually put it on when I think I'm going to lose it and I don't want to, I don't want to drop, I don't want to drop it, even though I have an extra one on me at all times. So, well, TJ Miller, you said, can we say this or can yeah. we not? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. They told me, um, he posted it on his thing. He got COVID. <laughs> right. He was here last week and he <laughs> literally, um, the, the, one of the managers was telling me that, um, that he had, a, uh, he brought an extra HEPA filter. He had yeah. the staff sell his stuff. He signed stuff, but he didn't yeah. do any like pictures or meet and greet stuff. He just, he just signed stuff for people. And then, you know, four days, three days after he left here, he got COVID. He, you know, he had it. And, um, and I was talking to the manager and I said, you know, it's funny that he's so safety conscious, but if someone were to hand him a pill that they found on the floor, he would just eat it. And, uh, <laughs> cause, uh, that guy might be a drug. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Possibly. And I don't, uh, we don't know. I can't say, know. I can't say it's yeah. not, not for me to say that he might have. I drug. did. I did bring my air purifier. It's on stage running at high and it's not, you know what? It makes a teeny bit of a noise, but it's nothing you can, nothing you no. can, that bothers the show. And if you turn it on before the show starts, the audience immediately acclimated to it. It's not like weirdly starting when I get up on stage. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to help, you know, I, I, it can't hurt, but mm -hmm. I don't know if it's going to keep me completely safe. They are, the comedy addict is checking for vaccine cards this week. They don't do it every week. They, they're doing it this week because I, I sort of asked and mm -hmm. um, we, you know, some people were turned away at the door and I'm like, good. Bye. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm sure Jared was like, no, that'll happen. You come, yeah. come next week. Come <laughs> yeah, when it's I mean, not going to hurt somebody's. Yeah. yeah. Um, you get, you get to ask. It's your show. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, did, well, aren't you, why didn't you ask at the castle then? Because you haven't been back in 30 years and you want them to rebook you? Yes. I by know. the way, I and I understand. By the way, my photo is up from 20 yeah. years, from 22 years ago. I <laughs> am a baby. I am a baby. And right. Maria, her photo is too over from mine. And she was like, wait, they have my photo up? That was the one where they switched me with the feature. Oh, my God. And, uh, she was like, that was the Burning Bridges tour, which is the name of her first album, because <laughs> uh, it was a Burning Bridges tour. Oh, my God. <laughs> They'll never admit they they burned a bridge. You know, a cl uh, clubs will keep uh, headshots as long as they can. Sure, and especially if the person has become, you know, very successful. Yeah, famous, yeah. Sure. It's, uh... um, well, that's cool. And yeah. so, uh, so it's a fingers crossed for both of us, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I, um, I go to Milwaukee, and I told oh, my brother... Shit. Yeah, I go to Milwaukee on Sunday tomorrow, and uh, and I'm like, well, do you, is it okay if I stay with you, or do you want me to get a hotel? And he said, stay with us. I'm teaching. The boys are going to going to school and work, so we're all when, living our lives. At what point do you see your dad? At what point do I see my dad? Well, I'm saying like if there's a lag time of a couple of days, if you were to get COVID and you saw your dad before, you know what I mean? Like you might want to be a little extra careful since you're coming off of this much exposure and he's yeah, 84. Yeah. yeah, you're not Jackie, wrong. I don't want to be feeling my thunder. I want to be the only one whose parents died of COVID <laughs> in this podcast, okay? Right, we don't have to be that much alike. <laughs> and uh... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You're Just putting that out there. I mean, do you have do you have rapid tests that you can? Uh, I do. I brought I brought okay. a couple of rapid tests with me, so I suppose I could, I could check tomorrow when I land. I could take a rapid test. And um, is it yeah. is it uh, can he, is it outdoor? Can you do anything outdoors, or is it super cold That's right now? Twenty there? degrees. Mm. Um. So, yeah, maybe I'll take it. Um. Monday, maybe I'll take it Monday morning before I go to meet him for breakfast. And yeah. I think if you, if you, if you, if you have no symptoms and it's like a super solid undetected line, you know, maybe yeah. you could still wear a mask most of the time when you're around him, just in yeah. case. Like I don't have to hug him. Yeah. yeah. I could just, we could just have breakfast and eat coffee, eat eggs mm -hmm. and coffee, drink coffee at each other. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, um, my brother Phil is like, can you teach him how to use Uber? And I was like, I, I can try. Like, he doesn't have a smartphone. We'll have to get him a smartphone because um, he has an old flip phone. And yeah. um, he's just like my son, by the way. <laughs> also has a flip phone. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, it'd be better if it'd be better if my brother just hired a driver i was like hey rockefeller why don't you just hire a driver you know yeah. what that's not i mean yeah if it's affordable because the damage that would happen if your dad had some kind of crash and hurt somebody you know it, mm -hmm. incalculable right mm -hmm. incalculable 
Right. And uh, I'm sure my father could calculate it. My brother's an econ professor. So I'm sure that they could make some sort of spreadsheet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, my dad was not driving great, you know, before Mm -hmm. uh, it was that was like one of those things where like, ooh, I'm going to have to talk to this guy in a year or two. But then God talked to him and (laughs) took him off the road. Um, Yeah, I just yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do about so many things, Lori. Right. So all I know is I'm just, I'm doing stand-up. I'm eating too much and I'm tired. <laughs> so the stand-up is awesome. Stand-up is awesome. I, I'm loving it. I'm, you know, I, uh, see this morning, uh, yesterday I went to the Uptown Cafe, which is like, yeah. it's so I could have every meal there. It's it's right uh, in front of the town square. It's like a five minute walk from the hotel, right? Yep. And then today I uh, went to Inkwell, which is um, this coffee shop. That's when are you at the attic again? Uh, there... I I don't know. It's not on the books, so so you just I did it, right? Yeah. Well, I did so, limestone. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that square with like this statue, or so it's yeah. on one side and uh that that's really great it's it was a little crowded and then uh I, then i walked around the square and bought some you know things made from indigenous peoples <laughs> which i have to, i always do and mm-hmm. then um then i went i'm like i want more coffee but the inkwell was like bananas and so i just kept walking up and there's this place called crumbles yeah uh, like a little bit up college and uh it's in it, it's in what looks like a kind of like an old soviet style office building but once okay. you go in it's great and it's not as crowded because it's off the square so i yeah. recommend for you or for any comic listening head up to crumbles right there's also a there's also a coffee shop that is in an old church in the oh. basement and that's that's off the grid too a little bit off the square and um it is uh also it it's a little it's a little smaller, so it getting it gets packed quicker, I think. But What's it is I don't know. I want to call it the church key, but there's no way it's called that. So uh my flight tomorrow is until 3.15. So yeah, mine's I, at four. You could I go can to one more in. coffee shop. I can yeah. do some more coffee shops. I that makes me want to go back to my old website when I was just like a road feature. I would review coffee coffee shops and lap pools, right? And uh, there's so many little non, there's no Starbucks. I haven't seen a Starbucks here at all. Uh, there's so many little places where you're like, oh, I w- I'd like to do a little in- little review again for my website that no one gives a shit anymore. But <laughs> You could yeah. just put it on Yelp. They would care. And oh, sure. um, I mm-hmm. went to a, I, yesterday I took a, a lift and went to a breakfast place called Toast. Here's the thing about Michigan that a lot of people don't know uh, is that they have a lot of mushrooms. You mean psychedelics? No, no. Edible wild mushrooms grow everywhere. And so a lot of their local, the the local restaurants, they'll be a a mushroom dish. They have a lot of very mushroom dishes. So I went to, you don't like mushrooms? No. I'm not sure. I'm not surprised. God damn it. They're the best. Anyway, so. More for you. What do you care? What do I care? Exactly. And so I went to Toast. It's called Toast. And then today, one of the the managers at the club was like, 
there's this you and Robert should go to this Chinese place. It's it's good. It, it's a it's a takeout place, but they do have some seating. And we walk in and we look around and it's just got some stools against a window jammed against a window. And then it's just got a takeout window. And we looked at each <laughs> other and Robert goes, it's a phone booth. Do you want to leave? And I said, yes, <laughs> let us leave. And so we went to another place called Cafe Muse. And and it's right next to a used bookstore, which I went to, bought three new books. Uh, I, two two mystery novels that Ophira Eisenberg suggested by an author. I I walked into a, a caveat emptor and I was like, oh, yeah. I, I have at least 20 hardbacks stacked next to my bed. Yeah. I, I can't, yeah. If I bring home more books, I'm I'm going to, the pressure is it's mounting. Not, yeah, the pressure is okay. too great. It was, awesome. I know, I, I brought some books that I'm good, that I've just, I brought a romance novel that I'm going to abandon here. And, um, and then I brought a mystery novel that Tess Rafferty recommended that I gave to my mother-in-law and it might be too sad because it's funny. It's really smart. It's the guy, you know, the British game show called taskmaster. Mm-hmm. It is a standup com standup comics are given tasks. Oh, it's a it's a game show and he hosts it and he busts their balls and it's very funny. And uh, there's probably 13 seasons, but he has now written two mystery novels. Oh, and wow. they're, the, they're the Thursday murder mystery club murders. Right. Yeah. And they're both very funny, but they take they take place in a senior center in a home. And or an apartment complex and. There's a lot of discussion about dying of old age. Mm-hmm. And so I've given it to my mother-in-law and she may or may not be into it because she is frail. She has arthritis. We're going to try to move her down to LA this year. And, mm. um, and she may not want to hear it. Sure. Um, that reminds two things for you reminded me like, um, Jared was saying there they or there might be a comic, a British comic who's coming to um, the attic who's going to do like a Wednesday through Thursday or whatever Sunday through Wednesday, like the the off hours, the off days, and because they're British, like expats will come from all over the Midwest to see this guy. Oh, neat! I'm like, oh, what a fucking great life! I t- I would love because here's the thing: I want to be. Like these little weekends, you you have a fly day and then you re, you just recover on a Saturday and then you get the fuck out. You never get to see the town, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I'd love to work here for a full week, you know, and bring enough people in where it's everyone's happy and making money and just like settle in for a week. Yeah, yeah, and, and live somewhere for a couple of days. More, more touristy. these foreigners yeah. from Britain come here and they get to get to know our little towns and we don't. <laughs> Do you want to do Robert Jenkins suggested that we do something called the blue dot tour and where we go to uh, little tiny towns all over the country that are uh, sort of democratic havens, kind of like Bloomington and, uh, and do shows and, you know, we'd end up in, yeah, it's, uh, it sounds like a lot of work, but yes, I'd love to do it. Is there, is there someone that's like done all the work for us nope. <laughs> so that we could, oh okay so we have to find the blue dots book the venues and all that okay no not yeah and i need would a be red dot the, capitalist to put that together for us and and it's the antithesis of what you just said because we would go in and go out right and there would be no yeah 
there would be no, no time to see the tiny no coffee. town. Yeah. And we should probably take a break here. Let's take a second oh, break. Somewhere between science and superstition, there is a podcast. <gasps> Look, your daughter doesn't say she's a demon. She says she's the devil himself. That thing is not my daughter. And I want you to tell me there's a show where the hosts don't just report on French science and spirituality, but take part themselves. Well, there is, and it's Ono, Ross, and Carrie on Maximum Fun. This year, we actually became certified exorcists. So yes, Carrie and I can help your daughter. Or we can just talk about it on the show. Ono, Ross, and Carrie on MaximumFun.org. We're back. So, um, this hotel, yeah. so this, I'm, I'm getting ready for my show yesterday. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, all right, where's the lotion? I need to put lotion on. I'm in a hotel. I've jacked the heat up. My skin is flaking all over the rug. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> They're out of lotion. I call down. They're like, yeah, there's a su- supply chain. We don't have any lotion, but you can walk down to Kroger's. Yeah. I'm like, excuse me. My hair's wet. Take <laughs> it. I had to put on, so I had to put on Kroger clothes and then come back and change into show clothes. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Do. Here's the: if you are out of lotion and you have a female guest checking in, let her know immediately. <laughs> Don't let me. I got, I got lotion. I wish I could send you over some lotion from this Hyatt. Uh, so here's the thing: you walk to that Kroger's in Bloomington. You yeah. walk by a Planned Parenthood and across the street from the Planned Parenthood. One of the fake uh, women's abortion centers. Oh. Yeah, so there's a real Planned Parenthood where you can get a pap smear and an abortion. And across the street, there's a place that's going to try to talk you into um, that your baby is Jesus. And But that they're not going to let, like, it's so creepy. And the Planned Parenthood is just a building. The, the fake one has got, like, a pink awning. And is so pretty and cute. It's fucking spooky. And I was walking past you know what? it. What? Oh, I would like to go in and waste their time by pretending that I'm pregnant for like an hour. Maybe just waste their time. Be like, you I can't believe it. I'm 56. <laughs> I, I need to abort this baby, right? And they'll leave uh, fertile women alone while they tend to my fake emotional needs. Yeah. Uh, Maria does this uh, new bit about how uh, one of the places you should call if you're feeling suicidal is uh, the um, the pro the anti-choice people because they profess to be pro. Yeah, they <laughs> profess to be in favor of life. And you're like, make them prove it. <laughs> make great. them talk you off the ledge. And uh, you're like, yeah, that'd be great. Love it. And so I, I am looking forward to doing Madison Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yes. And uh, are you going home after this? I am. And then my, I think my week at the den canceled because of COVID. So I might be um, home for five weeks straight. Uh, with My Canada uh, gig canceled, my Vancouver gig. I heard because uh, I was really, I was upset about this Chicago thing. And then Bruce is like, a lot of things are canceling in February. Oh, yeah. But Which I, is but weird. I thought February was when people thought it was coming back, but maybe not. I don't, maybe the audiences don't think, don't feel safe yet. Right. You know? Right. But my, my, my February 
I'm doing St. Louis and then Portland and then Denver. So I have the, but it's only the last weekend of February, the Vancouver that canceled. Oh, I see. So my first three weekends of February are booked. St. Louis, St. Louis with Maria. Yeah. St. Louis is and Vancouver is with Maria. Yeah. Are they going to check vaccine cards at the, at the St. Louis helium? I don't know. I would think she would be able to insist on that. Right. I would think if she cares, if she doesn't, also not want to rock the boat like all women comics forever. But Maria's Maria. The She is the boat. <laughs> right, right, right. She's the captain of the boat. She could say it, you know? Yeah. And uh, it is. This is <sighs> total, it's a fucking, it's a disaster state when it comes to COVID, Missouri. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure Michigan is too, just wandering. Just every yeah. restaurant is full. And the staff is in paper masks. Oy. And that is all. Um, at least here, this is the only county in Indiana that has a mask mandate. Okay. So, I mean, you just kind of feel like people are, their heads are screwed on right here. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I feel like when I'm looking at the audience and, you know, people are putting their masks back up after they finish and some, some people are forgetting, you know, that's not even a hostile thing on purpose. You just, sometimes you just don't think about it. Yeah. No, I, as I wander around this town for the last couple of days and I'm not putting my mask on it, it's more normal to not put it on. You know, I'm just sort of back right. to not putting it on. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> hang <laughs> in just, there, Booster. Do your job. Hang in there, Booster Chat. I hope you're doing good work. And other than that, this is a very, it's a very pretty little town. I went to the used bookstore and it's got a lot of coffee shops, but it is 20 degrees and it's snowing. But the club is only four blocks away. And uh, that's kind of awesome. And yeah. Um, and the general manager came and saw the show on Thursday, which actually kind of mm-hmm. was a little nerve wracking for me. Cause I was like, Hey, why don't you come on Saturday after I've warmed up a little bit? And, um, but she came on Thursday and she had a really good time. Yay. So That's it's cool. between her and Mark Ridley, you know, he, they own together or something. And then, uh, but I did hear that um, they're not, they, uh, since, the at the Appleton, Wisconsin uh, club. I've been hearing a lot about different um, about different Midwestern clubs uh, from yeah. all the different young comics uh, that I've been talking to. And I guess there's a new comedy club in Traverse City, Michigan. Where's and that? Traverse City is sadly three hours from every major airport. Oh, um, <laughs> but you can fly into Traverse City. Yeah. So, but it's like flying into Madison. And, um, but I will, uh, but they're like Bobcats there. Rena Calm is there. John Heffron. So, um, who is, is a part of the, the chain that does. No, no. I think it is. It's, it's, uh, it is its own thing, which is awesome. And then Appleton was bought by Tacoma guy, right? Right. The Tacoma Spokane people. And, um, they've gotten rid of the condo but that means that they're not putting up the MC of the feature at all. So the Chicago kids that I'm working with here, 
are like they're they expect Chicago comics to drive up there each night. And it's a three hour drive from Chicago to Appleton. Fuck. For 50 bucks a show. What? Yeah. That's bananas. It's really a bummer because, you know, it wasn't a good living. Like I still had a day job when I featured. Right. But it was supplemental, you know? I mean, I would, I would make about 15 grand a year when right. I was grinding it out as a feature in the early 90s doing the road because they put That's me up. That's how you get good. That's how you get good. It's the only way to get good is the stage time. That's like, and it's what, probably 20 gas, I'm going to guess, 30? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because gas, gas is 350. That might be the whole 50. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. they had to have gotten PPPs or whatever. So it's a drag that they're not, pat, you know, not passing it on because because they're they're shooting themselves in the foot, you know? Yeah. And then uh, is Appleton near? So is, Anything? is the closest comedy scene in Chicago, Appleton? No. Uh, Milwaukee's probably two hours. A little less. And Madison's probably an hour, 15, two hours. Wow. It's so, it's like, Appleton is right by Green Bay. Yeah. And so it's pushed up towards a pile of paper mills in Door County. And it's just sort of, it's on the, it's on the Eastern side of the the state, but North. And so it's hard. Um, But maybe, but here's what could happen is they could end up building a local scene. Uh, that will be strong. <laughs> I've never you have that look on your face before. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. So but is the con- crackers closed? I never worked crackers, so I um, I felt yeah. nothing. <laughs> and Dr. Grid's closed. And Well, um, I think they're reopening, though. Are they, are they? Aren't they moving? I thought they lost their lease at that venue and they're going oh, to okay. Re- and I well, I read on Facebook that Eric Yoder is going to start working for Princess Cruises. And my agent asked me if I wanted to audition for Cruises, and I was like, "No, I can't do it." No, and not not now. But I mean, in ever. two years, you never. No, I want. I've, I've never wanted to cruise work for Cruises. Really? You could bring Andy, right? I don't care. I if you, I've done. I I did the Joko cruise two. Uh, there's a couple things. First of all. I cannot be on a boat with a buffet. Uh, it is triggering. I'm going to eat all the shitty food in the world. And um, until I deal with my eating disorder, uh, I have to um, think realistically. Okay. And um, second of all, it's always places I don't want to go. The only place, I, the only cruise I've ever wanted to be on and I told TJ this, I was like, well, could I do that one up to Alaska? And he was like, that's actually not how it works. <laughs> and uh, I was like, all right. And uh, and he sent me, he sent them my special. He said, are you willing to do this, this uh, audition? And I said, no, no, it's not necessary. And he goes, yeah, because I, I sent them your your tape and, and if they wanted to submit you, but um, they said that they really wanted to meet you. And I was like, 
well, I can't, I'm on the road every weekend for the next six weeks. I can't face it. And uh, he was like, oh yeah, no, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. I'll just hmm. tell him. So, um, all right. Yeah. Well, where I- do you want to go? What, what, I mean, it's not like it's the, the, the Mediterranean. It's usually to the Bahamas and back to the, What's wrong with the Bahamas? You're too good for the Bahamas? I am. I am. I'm not beach people. You're beach people. I'm not a beach person, but I like pretty things. I like, I I like to, I would like to sit in a a coffee shop on the beach. (laughs) Crumbles on the beach, maybe. (laughs) I, I'm, I'm working on a a pilot with another comedian who um and we have a due date of march 1st that we have to show it to this production company That's and cool. so we've been sort of just meeting casually and then i realized we both realized we need an office we need to be able to start putting scenes up on the wall and, st- and so we can remember everything yeah and so i was looking into office space and there's some uh, he actually found a place that because he's super well connected we're, we're going to be able to work out for free. It's up to, uh, above a store. Is it your garage? Um, <laughs> no, that is, uh, that is occupied with, yes. uh, shit issues. I can't when to clean. Yeah. Yes. Issues. Uh, no, I just mean, there's just like, I'm like, Oh, this was going to be my space, but all right. It's, uh, clearly not. Yeah, yeah. Lord of the flies, yellow jackets, but male. <laughs> um, but I, but I also think I might need to get an office because I can't seem to do anything at the house. And maybe that's a thing to try. So just go, I'm going to, they're like three, 400 a month. Mm-hmm. You know, if I could get, if I, that would be a good investment for me, good way to spend money for me. If I could also get something out of it, which is me finishing uh, this uh, novel. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea, actually. It's me um, sitting at my kitchen table it doesn't work uh, i'm just on twitter but if you have to go to a place you're paying for part of you's like all right it's business time you know right right it's time to get some work done and uh that's that's not a bad idea that's uh that's pretty cool and i i like it is it would it have um three or four hundred there's a, there's a part of me that's like could you put in a cot there and live because that, that that'd be an amazing rent for someone who needed to live in los angeles and oh. uh if you could live right. in their an office for three or four hundred bucks a month sure uh i don't know i'll check it out i mean maybe that was a bait and switch price maybe it's more expensive but uh mm-hmm. you know there's places that aren't we work that are have a similar sort of you know rent oh right right uh, yeah, because if it if it's a a a combo space, I know that I think my sister is a member of something that is like that, where it's a it's a combined yeah. space that a lot of different people pitch into. And yeah, that's what, sort of, yeah that's, oh, what that's what it would be. Oh, that's what it would be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that called WeWork? That's right. I think that's right. Well, there's yeah, there's a lot of them, and somehow WeWork, I haven't totally paid attention, but they went public or it just, and then it's you know. I don't know, assholes. It, it's, it's tech and it's like pitched as a solution to all problems. It's like, oh, someone's being exploited terribly. <laughs> right, right. It's a, there's always some fail when it's being uh, touted as like the answer. And right. you're like, oh, someone's someone's getting screwed. What uh, What's your plan this week? Uh, well, uh, go home, uh, test negative. And then, um, I just have, I'll just be doing local stuff, I guess, 
for the rest of January and uh, all of February. Did you sign up for the West Side? He sent out avails. Oh, uh, yeah. just now. No, when you were at, like yesterday. It. Oh, no. I just, <laughs> yeah. You should check your or I'll just initiate it. contact and go. Hey, man, <laughs> what's this week look like? Because I'm home. Okay. And uh, yeah, I also um, yeah. So I, I'm trying to figure out. Um, like how, like what, I, cause I also, I kind of want to write something besides yeah. stand up too. That's been, that's on the, the VB, the vision board. Ah. And, uh, and I also want to, um, and I got to do that, that voiceover thing. And I want to do that again. want to do more of that. And, yes. uh, yeah, those are, those are my plans for the week. And then I'm, and then I get to go to Madison I forgot to bring anything but my Marvel, my Captain Marvel setup. Like my, it's a windbreaker and a jacket. So yeah. it does block the wind. And then I have mittens and a hat, but I could use, oh. uh, I should have brought a, another hoodie. Like I should have brought another, hat. or a, just another sweatshirt. And so the feature was like, there's this great sweatshirt shop uh, that also has ACDC t-shirts. <laughs> and I oh, went and yeah. sign you yeah. up. Yeah, it was like Detroit City. And so I went in and I was looking at it and I was like, these are these are not well made. And uh I needed them to be thicker. If I was gonna spend 30 or 40 bucks on a on a sweatshirt, mm -hmm. I need it to be super cozy. And um so uh maybe I'll find something in Milwaukee tomorrow, or I'll find something in Madison over the weekend because there's ragstock and yeah. there's a lot of uh artisanal shops where I bought $30 mittens the last time I was there, which I'm still carrying around, luckily. Um, Cause you know, I lose mittens. Uh, I don't think you're alone. I think no. we're, <laughs> we've got to be at an hour at this point, right? Once we get to talk, it's like, you know, it's done. Let's be done. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.